my name is Edwin. And you're listening to episode 13 of Dungeons, Dining, and Dorks. So yeah, uh, we got some special music. Thanks, Edwin, for finding us some something a little more festive than our usual stuff. Exciting times. Yay! Hey, take out those tinkling bells. <laughs> <laughs> Inside joke. Anyway. Okay. Uh, so, Angela, what have you been up to? Oh, gosh. I've been up to all kinds of stuff. My biggest thing that I'm working on right now, I'm hoping our listeners will be interested. I am working on making a website for the for the podcast and and for you know basically all our future projects that we're gonna have going along with it um we don't have the domain just yet but we will put that in the show notes as soon as we get it but basically what i'm gonna be doing is i'm coding it from scratch you know trying to remember what i learned about coding and all that um and it is going to be basically going live while I build it so people can kind of see the progress. Can we it's, just watch as your cursor just goes around the screen? It's not real time. Yeah, it, it won't mind. be real time, but they'll you'll <laughs> see the episode. You'll see the You know, that'd be very interesting if people found that as a weird ASMR kind of thing. Well, it, watching things just, getting just, built? No, just watching cursors. <laughs> <laughs> that that oh, would be wow. an interesting or it, watching people code. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if anyone finds that relaxing. <laughs> I. I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> if if people are interested and ask for it, I. I might try to capture some some uh, screen action of of the coding and the testing and because, like, what the heck did I just do? Because because there, I don't know. I don't know much about coding. So if you show me code on the screen, I it doesn't mean anything to me. But. I like the sound of keyboards. I do have a nice clicky keyboard too. <laughs> you know, speaking of that, it just reminded me of something I saw when I was learning how to code. Um, it's called Hacker Typer. Okay. Hacker Typer? Hacker Typer. It's this website and it just shows a cursor. And you can type anything on the computer. It doesn't matter what you uh-huh. type, and it looks like you're hacking. Oh yeah, you told me about that. Did I think that. I showed this yeah, to you? Yeah, you showed like, it to me. What? A... Okay. Explain to me. It basically. It. Here, I'm gonna show Pam. I know this is this is makes for great radio, <laughs> but. Basically, you type in random letters, and it and it starts typing in what looks like gobbledygook code. Sometimes it actually but, puts okay. little bits of actual <laughs> so, code in there that don't have a function because it's not. So besides, I actually never actually I've never so, actually seen the code and see if it actually does anything. So besides, it looks uh, so besides me, like people like me, just like the sound of typing and probably other useful things like it being used for like as part of a movie or a show or something. <laughs> what else can this be used for? That, yeah, that just it's it's basically fake. It's yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's for make believe hacking. So it would make for great like <laughs> cosplay shots if you've got a exactly. super nerd character that you're cosplaying. Okay. <laughs> because yeah. I'm like, or you can just like 
Turn it on I... at your desk and then just keep typing and typing and impress your friends. <laughs> and... <laughs> oh, for those. <laughs> but, but yeah, so I like I said, I'm, I'm going to be making it from scratch. So if anybody is interested in like time lapse of, of the coding in the building, you know, let me know. I'll take pictures along the way. I'll take some bits of video and string them together so you can kind of see how it how it's going from basically the ground up. I've only got a couple things working so far, but it's been a little while since I last I might, coded something from scratch. I might I might check it out because I I did do like a beginner's code, like so easy that a kid could do it. It's basically making Elsa skate a different way using code, and that's how I got <laughs> intro <laughs> to code. So, yeah. I've been interested in code just so. Yeah. yeah sure. Coding's fun. I've been doing it for a while now. Until <laughs> until you run it and then you find out that there's a mistake somewhere. Oh, throws errors and throws yeah. up at you. But my my coding is going to be HTML5 and CSS. So that oh. won't mean a whole lot of things to most people, but it's basically just website web, coding. Website yes. coding and yeah. website website styling coding. Yeah. So it's basically the website and what makes the website pretty. Correct. Um, so I already have the goal for the layout in mind. It's just a matter of getting there. You were doing the framing yesterday. I, well, I mean, last week. Yeah, I did the framing last week. Yep. So so I already know how it's going to be laid up. It's just a matter of getting there. I've got my measurements. It's exciting. <clears throat> awesome. So you're very busy with D&D &D oh, and yeah. dice. and. Yep, and I've... Coding. Yep, I've still got my dice in progress. I'm on hold on that, sort of, until I can get some more supplies. And my dice are taking longer to get fully cured than I expected, probably because it's not in a super warm area and I don't have a UV lamp yet. Um, Speaking of <coughs> making dice... And making things... The table in the game room... <laughs> How's is that? clear. <gasps> what? Yes. What? I, I cleaned the table off. Thank you, Edwin. I had to clean it off for the game. <laughs> it won't stay that way. Probably not. I'm just, I'm just cherishing and relishing the fact that it's that you have a table the, and you can actually see to be a the table. table. But, but in in other news of making stuff, Pam, you've you've got some information about someone making stuff. Yeah. Who's, um, who's making stuff? It's not. It's it's not me. <laughs> Lately, this 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 holiday has been really kicking me out. So I've been enjoying just being lazy. But um, actually, my husband Jeff has been really busy with um, printing out some interesting 3D. Um, they're kind of like orc head ornaments. It's basically a bunch of orc heads with Santa hats on it, and he's been um, he's been busy uh, painting them. He has he's been doing it as a hobby for uh, for a while now. But if I understand correctly, he's wanting to do that for commission pieces, isn't he? He does. He um, once he gets done with his classes, he is going to be accepting commissions for painting minis for any tabletop game so D&D &D and 
or Pathfinder or whatever. And um, yep, he 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 has a Facebook page. He also has an Instagram page. For those of you that want to check it out, his his it's under Torgi's Mini. How do you spell that? T O R G I S M I N I. Awesome. It's still it's still a work in progress, but and, you know if you follow him, you can check out these very cool 3D ornaments and how he how he paints them. It's it's really cool because it's he makes it more 3D, more pop. Yeah, yeah. He I I see those pictures on there. He's got the nice highlights going on, the shadows, the. There's a lot. There's a lot of skill to that. I mean, one of the things I don't like about modeling. Is painting really, really small things. <laughs> like I'm trying to get through a bunch of uh, models that's been sitting in my room for like the longest time. And, and the I painting end up, part. And the painting part is just so... So I have to give Jeff a lot of credit for doing what he does. And you have to and you have to understand the patience behind it too. Yeah. There's oh, yeah. a lot of... there's You have to apply the base. You have to apply... Um, there's a coating, finishing, and then all the the highlights, the low lights, yep. the shading, and all that stuff. And you have to wait every time before you can move on to the next painting step. I don't have that patience. Yeah. <laughs> so much kudos to him <laughs> for that. Yeah, I I paint my own minis. I'm I don't take commissions on those, but painting my own minis is like. It's hard to have the patience, and it's like, this is for myself, well, and I don't have the patience. Well, he was that, painting ornaments, wasn't he? No. This is his This is his painting no, project. No, I, I mean, recently, like, he was actually doing... Yeah, yeah, that's, he was doing that's what Pam was just talking yeah. about. Yeah, well, he paints the, the ornament, the 3D ornaments that he yeah. printed, yes. But does he do it f- normally? No. 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 He, he's really concentrating more on the minis, and yeah. it... He even got the little brushes. Yeah, in fact, Angela, you got him yeah. the smallest one. Yep. He's he says that he uses that one for the eyeballs. Yes. On mm-hmm. on the minis to get his eyes looking correct. <laughs> looking like eyes. <laughs> looking like eyes instead of just like blobs. <laughs> the eyes are the hardest one of the hardest things to do on a mini. Yep, and then he also um with minis he also does special stuff on the bases there's also on on his instagram page uh his first pictures were of the base of a um what's it called a white dragon and mm. the base is basically it's supposed to look like a tundra with uh-huh. it's the terrain he's making terrain. Uh, yeah he's making terrain yeah. for the bases too awesome so yeah check it out there yeah it definitely and jeff is if 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 you will recall jeff Listeners is uh, a frequent guest who joins us for our dining din- excursions. Yeah, our, for dining our dining adventures. excursions, our, our dinner checks. Yeah. Uh, Pam's husband, our friend, and uh, yeah, all around good guy. He's our so, cafe aficionado. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, he's he is coffee our he's fanatic. our coffee es- expert. Yes, yeah. doesn't talk much, but yes, he loves his coffee. Yeah, but. So yeah, if if you're looking to get a commission, keep an eye on his Instagram or his Facebook page to see when he's got openings for that. Um, and Edwin, you were looking at some some other creation. What were you looking at? What are you talking about? 
You you found images online. Yes. Yes, I did. And I'm going to try to find it here because it was something I read this week. And here it is. So, apparently, in Canada... Hold on. Okay, the Canadian Center for Electron Micros... Micro... Microscopy? I'm going to get that word right. Microscopy? Microscopy? Yeah. (laughs) Microscopy? Um, Tomato, tomato. There's a person who works there. He's doing doing research there. His name is by Travis Casagrande. He created the world's smallest gingerbread house. Okay. (laughs) You showed me the picture. I'm wondering, how did he do it? What did he use? Like, did, did he like... I don't know. <laughs> I really don't Cause know. Because it, it looks like he like laser cut it or something. Well, here's the thing. What, what makes this so insane is that it is... Tw- it's like 10 or 20 times smaller than the human hair. And Holy... That, and he did it with an electron microscope. This was basically a demonstration of what this place can do with an electron microscope, with a with their with their equipment in this facility. Now here's the thing, right? There is a gingerbread house that he created. But what's on what's what is that gingerbread house actually sitting on? It's sitting on top of a microscopic snowman. A snowman? A snowman. A microscopic and you can look at this, snowman. Yeah, you can look at this on... This was in the CBC News uh, by Tan, Dan Takama uh, from CBC News. This was back in December of 2018. And there's pictures of and we'll try to post some of these pictures on. But yeah. the funny thing about the snowman, I don't know what happened, but it looks like the snowman is a little demented. <laughs> but... <laughs> I'm just looking oh, at this no. face right now, and oh no! I would say um, the Joker has his run, has to run on his money. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Yeah, it's this is amazing. He now holds the world's record for the smallest gingerbread house. But is it actually made of gingerbread? No, right. it's not. <laughs> now, it's now there's also a picture here where the, it shows the mic the a, a human hair. Oh, next to the snowman. Next no to way. the snowman, where that mic where that gingerbread house is, you know, is no way. The snowman. That's how small this thing is. Okay. That is insane. So if it's not made out of gingerbread, what is it made out of? Gingerbread? I have no idea. Out of okay. So so. Could you really say? I was just actually just flabbergasted how small this thing is. It even has a chimney, a festive chimney, and the word in the in in the name of this this orga- this organization CCEM printed on top of the roof of the gingerbread house. I believe it also has a front door and a wreath printed on one of the sides of yep, it. Yep, there's a front door, a window, a wreath, uh, actually several windows, 
and it looks like snow. <laughs> wow. It's, it's amazing what this what this is because now, now question: If it's not made out of actual ginger, could it still be considered a gingerbread house? I feel that's up for debate. <laughs> this just it just looks like a gingerbread house. I mean, it is quite quaint. <laughs> yep. In more ways than one. It'd be cool if it actually made out of gingerbread house, but I think the grain of a ginger, like a gingerbread, the ginger root grain, or the root or whatever, would probably be a lot bigger than what this house is. Probably. <laughs> so. Okay. Anyways, that's interesting. <laughs> Thank I you. Thought it was, uh, Thank you for sh giving a little piece of random news. It's, it is but random, it's but it's like one of those things where I just, I, I saw and I was like, oh my gosh, that is insane. But it is, it is holiday themed. It so. is holiday themed. <laughs> I'm trying to keep up with the holiday theme. So, yes. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, um, moving on, you have something else that you're really excited about. So let's switch topics to uh, Omega Mandalorian giver, shut up and listen. Ooh, hold on. <laughs> that is the purpose of this meeting, ladies and gentlemen, for a nationwide campaign by you to demand by law such compulsory education. Okay, you saw a trailer for something that you're really excited about. Tell us about this trailer. What are you doing here in Somerville anyway? Honestly, my mom won't say it, but we're completely broke. And the only thing that's left in our name. Skip, 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 skip. That isn't anywhere near a tectonic plate that has no fault lines, no fracking, <laughs> no loud music even. Skip, 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 skip. I found this in my living room. Whoa, killer replica. A replica of what? A ghost trap? <laughs> That's right. Dun, dun, dun. I saw the at Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer. If you haven't seen this yet, this shows a lot more what this Ghostbusters movie that's supposed to come out in summer of 2020. I do. supposed to be like... I nerded out at work <laughs> when I saw this thing. Did, okay, here's the question, though. Did you squeal like a fangirl? No. <laughs> I don't think I don't I, think, I don't think I'm, I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> I don't think Edwin has the capacity. Has he? Squeal. Has he? I just go Ooh. Actually, yeah, like he I does. Was like... <laughs> <laughs> it's like someone just literally punched him in the gut. Or what one of my coworkers said, like, Are you okay over there? You need to go to the bathroom? Uh... <laughs> okay. Yeah, I saw you know what? I did see that trailer too and i'm not as big of a ghostbusters fan as you are but but it, it does look good it does well it's a different take yeah on the typical well, ghostbusters yeah and here's here's my thing i i don't know how you're gonna feel about this edwin i'm hoping they're they're they stick with that different take kind of vibe that they're giving it from the trailer i'm hoping that they're not trying to completely duplicate the bill murray humor that was in the first ones because i don't think I don't that would think work right can. with a different crew i don't think they can but the thing is yeah. i don't even know if any of the new the question is okay first of all we saw ghostbusters 
answer the call, right? Which was a whole different take on Ghostbusters, which was like a whole, like, you know, what happens with the Ghostbusters was like an Owen cast kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? Which was okay, it was fine, right? And this one is harkened back to the original Ghostbusters. And now the question is, are any of the former Ghostbusters, like Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, uh, well, Harold Ramis passed away. Um, yeah. You know, sad to say he passed away. Um, or um, the guy who plays Winston, Zedmore. I don't remember his name. Oh, no, Edward. I know. The guy who played Weston Zenmore. Oh, my gosh. My 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 nerd card is uh, is leaving. It is getting it is, revoked. It is, it is starting to get revoked. Oh, my gosh. Um, he was... <laughs> Hold on. A little Twitter. A little... Uh, IMDb. IMDb. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Edwin can, Edwin can edit a little bit of this space uh, out da, da, if he da, decides da, to. I'm, I'm, I'm actually quite... I'm excited because Ernie I, Hudson. That's oh, it. yeah. Ernie Hudson. Yeah. <laughs> Ernie Hudson. <laughs> I'm actually... I'm actually... Because I like Finn, Finn Wolfhard. He's the dude from yes. Stranger Things. I like his work. And I'm actually quite excited to see him in this movie. Oh, good. I hope they do a good job because... What I what I can tell from this trailer is that it follows. I want to say Egon's <laughs> line because when you see in the trailer, you see like like his collection of spoles, mores, and fungus <laughs> that's on there, right? And when he's flipping through like the different like jumpsuits, uh huh, you know. You can, I mean, it's harking back to like, oh, here's. You had to freeze the frame yeah. several times to just get a Trying clear shot of who it was. Where he, where there's, whose barn that belongs to. And I couldn't piece it together either. It was, it was Ray's, like, barn. Because in the first movie, remember, they, they had to mortgage Ray's family farm. Uh-huh. Right? Right. So I'm wondering if this is Ray's place or is this Egon's place? It could it could be either. I know. I can't uh, wait um, to find out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's unfortunately gonna have to wait until the summer. It but... made me actually speaking of modeling, this trailer made like inspire me to actually open up my Ecto one model <laughs> kit and start painting. Again, and putting it together. And putting it together because it's been sitting in a box for like at least over a year. Yes, I bought it for you over a year ago, yes. and now you're finally putting it together. And I'm excited that you're finally putting it oh together. Oh my gosh, it just made me want to like, oh, I can't wait. I just can't wait for this movie. Okay, I'm done. Oh, my little nerd. <laughs> well, for now, you're done. All right. But that movie doesn't come out until 2020. Right now is Christmas, and we've got traditions that we like to celebrate so we're how about you uh let me tell you a tradition Wait, i don't have type. a thing for this hold on no, it's the let me tell you a thing is it let me tell you a thing <laughs> yes. it's not really a thing hey what you mean by that <laughs> edwin's got some editing to do this episode <laughs> <laughs> hell i might just keep it 
Someone told me. One of our listeners actually told me that <laughs> um, he kind of he kind of likes that we we screw up a little bit. <laughs> it's a little funny. I don't know. I mean. We try to be professionals, but we always have to remind ourselves. <laughs> well, we're still whoever amateurs, whoever that is, we send a digital hug. <laughs> Kudos! Thank you for embracing the real us. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but we were talking about traditions before we got started uh, recording because we got kind of talking about food, which you know, foodies, yay! Yeah. But yeah, we got kind of talking about uh, our traditions growing up and. Pam, let's go with you. There is a tradition that I don't know how unique it is to your family. <laughs> is it? <laughs> I don't what, know. What did... <laughs> I certainly what never has, experienced what, it. What has my mouth been saying that my brain obviously does not remember? <laughs> Midnight ham. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently I confuse Edwin with that statement. Yeah, so... Well, it's kind of like... Okay, first of all, Pam <laughs> is from a Filipino family. Yes. And I come from a Filipino family. Yes. I've never heard of Midnight Ham. All right. So, so it's kind it, of like, it it's kind of like left thing? field. Listeners, <laughs> if you have heard of this tradition, email us uh, dungeondiners at gmail.com or mention it on our Twitters, either at TCitiesEdwin at Pleasant Doom or at Panda Cat Dragon One, but anyway, go on, Pam, with your story, okay, please. Okay, so so when I was growing up, the tradition was that we would go to to Catholic mass, and then on Christmas Eve, and then after that, we would have our dinner, our normal dinner with whatever, and then we would open up. I think we would we would try to play games or whatever, and then we would open up our gifts, and then at midnight we we would bring out this ham, and it's usually um, it's put in the oven, and then it's it's glazed with like a pineapple sauce with peppercorn and bay leaves, very juicy and sweet, and we usually serve it like on top of toast, so it's like an open sandwich or whatever. And then you drizzle the sauce over it. And then it's usually served with whatever be- hot beverage of your choice. It could be hot chocolate or coffee or anything, really. And then that's when the kids need to go to bed so Santa can visit. And man, was I ever scared. <laughs> that, because I don't know about your family, Edwin, but with mine, I was always taught to be safe. So there was always lock the doors and turn on the alarm or whatever set the dog <laughs> loose my my parents were very protective let's just say in minnetonka from all places <laughs> well and then uh, well, uh, it's it's also beyond the house too cuz whenever i get in the car it's just habit of me to just automatically lock the door just as soon as you get in you lock the door and then you put on your seatbelt <laughs> All right, but you were scared because... I was scared because someone broke into our house, basically. Really? Because... Santa was breaking into their oh, house. Oh, Santa was breaking into their house. And it never right? caught Santa. And I can... I, 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 peop, 
they caught a picture of me actually freaking out. And I wasn't freaking out like a lot of energy, like, oh my god. But it's more like a whole, like, I, had, I was just standing there with a very scared look. And they took a picture of that. And yeah. But afterwards, I warmed up with the idea that there is a, a old guy coming through your chimney to give you presents. To for give you some presents. And that's the most important part. You have to present for me. <laughs> he leaves you the presents. He, I think. And he eats your, your cookies. cookies. Which is, you know what? And drinks your we milk. Never, we, never, <laughs> we never did that. We never put out cookies for Santa or oh, carrots really? for the reindeer. No, we did not. I don't think my parents thought that through, but they oh, they they did play jingle bells, like before you know, like they would place the gift down and then they would play jingle bells and very, and then they would hope and pray that they that I heard it and then go to bed. <laughs> and I remember I think that my very first Santa gift was like a Disney one of those Disney castles, the Disneyland castle or Cinderella castle I should say, that was fun. <laughs> when did they happen? They usually happen on the twenty fifth, right? Like yeah, the Santa, the Santa gift is open the twenty fifth. Yeah. See, my parents, my parents were, my parents were funny because they didn't get the whole Santa thing where the presents came hang, really, hang on, really hang on, early. Hang on, hang on. What for for listeners with small children? Fast forward through this a few seconds. Oh, <laughs> okay. Or you know, Edwin, the mythos. Okay. Or Edwin, you can edit that out. Okay. <laughs> well, anyways, here's the thing. My parents <laughs> didn't get the whole notion of Christmas. Santa comes on the twenty fifth, like the night Christmas Eve. Mm. They sent the presents. Apparently, Santa came on like the tenth of December. I still remember that presents just happened to be there during like really early. <laughs> That's when I found out that okay, <laughs> it's not, it's not a thing. <laughs> uh, Santa just got really confused about your house. Pretty much, even though there was a, there was a, everything was there, a chimney, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now that now they know better. Well, they never did it after that. It was, <laughs> They're like, it's kind of you know what? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> they they wrote to Santa like, yeah, we get we get confused by you. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll just handle it from here. You know, I don't think. I never wrote to Santa. I think I wrote to Santa, but it was only because the other classmates did it. In my family, we didn't really do Christmas letters. They did the whole, let's visit Santa at the mall. And yeah. then they would. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, I, I figure, you know, easier communication if when you, you tell them directly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If, if you if you give it if you give your list straight to them, actually, I, you know, it makes me wonder since you know with technology and all, is there is is there such a thing as an email to Santa? I'm pretty oh, sure, I'm that sure there is. is. I'm, I'm pretty sure there is. I mean, we would have to Google it and find out. Okay, because I was about to say that's more you know. If the quick. government of the United States 
military air force military norad is tracking santa's progression <laughs> yeah. progress in terms of delivering toys to boys and girls around the world right. <laughs> yeah. there's an email somewhere <laughs> yeah but my my own family we had this tradition okay i have i have a problem <laughs> i <laughs> One I, among many. <laughs> among many. I get really, really excited for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Now, this has been a problem for as long as I can remember. Christmas morning, no matter how late I stay up, Christmas morning, I just get really excited and I wake up stupid early. Like, Stupid, crazy Stupid early. Stupid early. <laughs> like, there was one year I woke up at 2 a.m. and could not fall back asleep because it was Christmas. It was officially Christmas. So, yeah, so so now it's kind of, you know, get up. Edwin, Edwin, it's Christmas. We got to do the thing so I can go back to sleep. So, you know, but uh, before, we would get so excited and, you know, me and my siblings, we, we had a hard time leaving the tree alone. It's like, there's things under the tree. We got to look at it. So my mom started coding the presents <laughs> to keep us from guessing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to keep us from trying to guess what the presents were. Because it does no good to figure out what a gift is if it's not yours. Right. Now, I, I have heard recent more recently that she is not the only one to come up with that but it 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 is a brilliant idea so kind of every year <laughs> when when we were growing up my mom would code the presents put and put them under the tree and and we would have until until christmas morning to figure out what the code was so we would write down the numbers and try to figure it out. I think we figured it out once or twice, maybe three times. Not very many times. But, yeah, so mom would mom would be the one handing them out. It was like... And then she would explain the code to us. So we could be like, ah, we almost had it. We were so close. Yeah, so... There's homework <laughs> in her family. Hey! Her it, presents. <laughs> it's homework. If it, it, it kept us out of her hair... <laughs> And if it kept us from trying to sneak into things, it I get was effective. It. I get it. <laughs> I'm surprised you guys yeah. weren't like, like mathematicians. No, you know it what? Was, That's why you're so was... good at make, like figuring out puzzles, like logic puzzles. Hey, it's Christmas. <laughs> it's it hey, is it's... my mother's fault. <laughs> I think I think it's a great way to educate your kids. No kidding. <laughs> Yeah, non-linear thinking. Hooray! <laughs> but yeah, so and you know, we'd we'd have our, we, of course, we'd we'd all sit around and and hear the Christmas story before we could open the presents. But you know, to remi- to remind us of things. I was subject to that. I think once. Yeah, probably once. Hey, when you celebrate once. Christmas morning with my family, you do it my family's way. Yeah, the family's way. way. Right. Yeah. Right. I, that actually blew me away. I was like, oh, we're... Because I was, you know, first time I actually spent Christmas with your family. And the whole, like, the tradition started to come out. Uh-huh. 
and it kind of like threw me aback because the traditions that I'm used to in my own family mm-hmm. is completely just like in the other side of things. Yeah, like your your family has the yearly Christmas party. Oh, which you know, that that totally like blew my mind. Like people do this. <laughs> yeah, well, it doesn't. It help. I mean, it help. It really helps when your dad's birthday. Yeah. Is on the twenty fifth of December, <laughs> okay? And everybody, oh, no. the thing is, when I was grew up, the Christmas party that my that my extended family comes to is always at my house, and I didn't live in a, you know, in a fairly big house. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it was it was a you know it was a pretty yeah, humble it, thing. It, it was, it was a small house. It was a small house. Little you know, rambler with a basement. Yeah, it was a rambler with a basement, right? Can you imagine like 40 people, 50 people in this house, <laughs> right? And they, then everybody's bringing their presents. Not only other people, you know, presents for other people, but like half of it was for my dad because it was his birthday, right? <laughs> and how... And you should have seen, like, these parties. Like, there were games, right? There were there were presents everywhere. Like, half, like, one wall of the living room was just presents. <laughs> All the way high to the point where, like, the window, it um, was covering part of the window. That was how many presents there were. And there was, like, presents for games, right? And then my uncle... One one year, my uncle um, decided to uh, have his own game. Okay, uh. his own game, and it was at my at my at my parents' house, right? Uh-huh. And the prize was a gold watch, and it wasn't a. It wasn't a uh, like a cheap gold watch. Oh, I was about to say it wasn't even real. It was a real. It, it was a real gold oh. watch. Apparently, it was worth somewhere along the lines of like one hundred fifty to two hundred dollars, right? Please tell me that that was a game for the adults. No, this was a game for everybody. Oh, this is a game for everybody. <laughs> okay, now you imagine this: forty people in the house, right? And everybody had to go into rooms, close the doors. So he could hide the watch. Okay, so pack in like sardines. Pack in like sardines, and he has to hide the watch, right? <laughs> and it was Scusi- a scavenger hunt. Okay? Uh-huh. And so, you know, everybody's like, okay, okay, you know, look, all right, the watch is hidden. And he starts giving out clues. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> and everybody was we're going downstairs in the basement. Going in the living room, the family room, wherever, right? Uh-huh. Anywhere that that wasn't a designated, like, everybody has to group here so he can hide the watch. Uh-huh. Right. And my mom was just in there, and they, we were tearing the house apart <laughs> to find this friggin' watch. Oh, and, wow. And he, here's the thing. You know, he kept giving clues, right? And then everybody was like, I was like, it's gotta be down the basement. Everybody's like rushing down to the basement. Like a lot of people are going down to the basement trying to find something. It's like, and then he gives another clue. 
Wait a minute, no, it's in the dining room. Everybody goes back up to the dining room trying to find this thing. He put it... I remember the last clue was it's a tradition. It's a Filipino traditional thing. That was the one, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we were looking at Someone had the bright idea one time. It's like, it's got to be in the food. <laughs> It's got to be in the food. Oh, so what uh, happened was that everybody had their hands in the food <laughs> trying to find this watch. That's that's really Filipino right there. It is, <laughs> Having right? It, all, all the hands in the food. In the food. <laughs> trying to find a gold watch. Oh, he, wow. hit it in, he hit it in the rice. Oh, no. So my mom was having a panic attack. Like... <laughs> Because he was watching all this food that was like flinging around. People were like, they're putting their hands in the food. The house was completely just in shambles. Oh, no. My mom told my, I remember my mom told my, my uncles, like, you're never doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It was, no. that's how, that's the tradition that I come from, or like parties, huge parties. Yeah. I mean, it makes Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving look like just another dinner you know yeah. <laughs> yeah yep that's how it is that's how it is in the philippines we tried i mean my family still tries to keep it up like with the games and stuff like that mm-hmm. so we like sort of rotate last year we had our place that was right. a, that was the most people we've ever had in this house yeah <laughs> you know, the line of cars were like blocking the our, our neighborhood full of cars <laughs> <laughs> they must be having a party yeah. yeah. So and and you know I'm I'm pretty sure all families have like their traditional foods like there's there's foods you only have on this holiday like I think my my family the pistachio salad stuff my mom I think only makes that for Christmas and I I, I know like your one of your friends their family eats lutefisk for Christmas isn't that all right yeah. yeah oh that's that that's heavy on Jeff's family too the yeah fisk yeah. the left's uh the so very Nor- was it norwegian swedish yeah scandinavian thing? yeah scandinavian mm-hmm. yeah which is but... completely disgusting in my opinion uh, well you know you know what i actually like lutefisk the thing is really? though you it needs to be swimming in butter <laughs> that's the key that's the key it has to be swimming in it butter. needs to be swimming in butter and then accompanied with potato like, well, at least that's that's how it is in Jeff's extended family. Wow. Well, so. since we're on the topic of food... <laughs> I want to get this right this time. Yeah. But regardless of the style or type of restaurant, they all have one thing in common, and that is the serving of food. It's still fresh, but I'll take only what I need. They've got to last. All right, so I, I know this isn't the dinner check, uh, that's coming back after the holidays, yep. after, after the, probably the episode after the episode we record close to New Year's. Uh, but um, let's let's talk about our favorite holiday <laughs> foods. Edwin, what is your favorite holiday food? My answer to that is yes. <laughs> okay, <All> okay. <laughs> let's narrow it down. What's your favorite food that you can only get at Christmas time. Only get at Christmas time. Yeah, food you can Ooh. only get Ooh. at Christmas time. I know. Are we talking about sweet 
And it, it can be any, anything. It could be anything. Let's, let's, anything. How about you give me one of each? Okay. For a sweet, it's got to be stolen. And not just any stolen. Okay. Uh, before you go into that, can you explain what stolen is? Stolen is, is a German uh, fruitcake, essentially. It's, it's, it's a fruit bread. It's, it's basically what fruitcake wishes it could be. It could be. And what it is, is like dried fruits in a mm-hmm. bread with marzipan as its core. That's the that's the stolen that he likes the best, yeah, is the one with, with the marzipan. Yeah, marzipan is just basically almond paste. And not just any stolen, because I've had plenty of stolen. And I've seen people trying to imitate stolen. I've seen stolen that's not even stolen, it's just... Bread with fruit in it, and that's pretty much it. Okay, so your favorite stolen. My favorite stolen is the one that Aldi's comes out every holiday season, and it's not a twenty dollars stolen. It's not a very expensive stolen. You can get it five bucks, five dollar okay. loaf of stolen at Aldi's. Ed- okay, Edmund. Now answer this. <laughs> How many have we bought already this season? I don't... Do I really have to? There's people in my phone. <laughs> Edwin, how many Just have we bought? give a number. We've bought... Okay, there's... there's. We've bought five. Okay. <laughs> we bought wow. five. Wow. Wow, you guys. <laughs> there are some in the freezer. We have not eaten them all. Yes. Yeah, I, I actually had the liberty of actually trying this. Because I never tried fruitcake, and I was told that this was close to fruitcake. Well, it's supposed to be, as you said, what fruitcake is supposed to be. But fruitcake wishes, wishes it could be. Or wishes be. it could be. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> Just, eh. <laughs> you did not have a strong opinion on it. I did finish the loaf that was served to the, me. The, the slice. It was a slice. Or the slice. But the thing <laughs> is, though, it's just... It's, yeah. It, I would pass... But if, if it's just sugar on top of sugar is basically what it is. Like yeah. any other. I think it's for me. It's a texture thing. It's yeah, it's, it is. It is more of a bready <laughs> texture, and it does have that marzipan in the middle. Yeah, it's so good though. <laughs> I could more eat a whole loaf of that once. More for you. <laughs> okay, and your favorite savory food around the holidays. Favorite savory food. Yes. Yes. All right. I've never <laughs> had yes. Can you describe yes? <laughs> it's apparently all the things. Ooh. See, there's not really there's not really a traditional like like Christmas savory food in my family. Not like ham. Midnight ham. Midnight it's ham. midnight ham. You know, it's in fact, special. <laughs> I mean, if you look at like traditional Christmas like Filipino spread, right? Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, it's like walking into, it's like walking into any, any like celebratory dinner, you know, in the Philippines, right? Mm-hmm. There's huge, there's like a big gigantic fish, right? That's either fried or grilled. There's pork everywhere. There's like, like what would resemble Chinese food, right? <laughs> and then the desserts are like. Like Biko, right? Biko. Like rice, like sweet rice dinner. I mean, 
cake with yeah, like cake, yeah. with like caramel on top of it. And it's like all this stuff. Just it's like one of those things I look <laughs> forward to during during our during Christmas now is to go back to that. Like all that kind of food. Mm-hmm. Because really it's when you know, as I've I've grown up, you know, and I don't really have that kind of food anymore. Mm-hmm. Except for like on certain occasions and one of them has to be Christmas. So when I go there, guess what? Diet's gone. Yeah. <laughs> right? The diet's gone. I am loading up on the rice. I am loading up on the on the beefsteak, the pancit, the fish, oh, yeah. the lechon, all of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you little... go all out. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm, I'm I can taste it in my mouth right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Pam. What are your favorite holiday well, foods? Well, I think we already mentioned mine, the midnight ham. Midnight ham. And actually, we do celebrate. In my family, we celebrate midnight ham, both Christmas Day and New Year's. It's again because it's midnight ham. <laughs> happens at midnight so so that's my that's mine but if you're thinking more on this sweet gingerbread man cookies oh gingerbread man cookies i love them they're I, they're my drug <laughs> <laughs> they're my drug and you could have them with tea you can have them with hot chocolate and whatever i'm like i am eating that <laughs> that's that's interesting. Why? Because it's not a Filipino tradition. It's just I buy them at at a grocery store every time. I'm like, where's the gingerbread man? You know cookies? me with gingerbread, Angela. I mean, I th- I could care. I mean, it's there. It's there. I'll eat it. But <sighs> yeah, you you eat my pfeffernusa cookies even though you don't <laughs> even like them. Because they're cookies. They still have cookie shape. But They're I like, still sweet. What I like about... I forgot the brand. But what I what I like about these ones is that they're crunchy. Yeah, they're crunchy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Crunchy cookies are definitely good for dipping. Angela, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so what's yours? <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, um, I think one of my favorite things... I don't get... St- straight up ham very often okay and i like the cinnamon glazed ham Ooh, yeah i never had that i've never had that either i'm not it's so good i'm not big on cinnamon but i am yeah i yeah i i really like cinnamon glazed ham it i love it so much um as for favorite sweets um oh gosh anything german (laughs) yeah i i I am digging the german sweets lately but really my favorite holiday sweet is my mom's fudge oh yeah yeah okay she only makes that at christmas time and and you know well, you can get some really good fudge at places that specialize mm. in making it. <laughs> There's just something about homemade fudge that's made by your mom. 
that just makes it a little extra special. Mm. So yeah, it <laughs> love mom's fudge. <sighs> now, it, now we're now we're that's hungry. Really <laughs> that's actually really good. I've had your mom's fudge plenty of times. Mm-hmm. It's and I just keep coming back to it. You had me at fudge. I'm like, that's yeah. it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's. <laughs> But yeah, she she makes some awesome fudge, and she only makes it for for Christmas. Cool. She gave so. us a brick one time, and that like, oh, yeah. didn't oh, didn't it did last not, long. Yeah, it did not <laughs> last long. But no, we. But when we get the sweets right now, we're trying to put them in the freezer so it lasts us a little longer, and so we don't just devour it because it's not right there in front of our faces. Right. We're trying to listen to Jess's advice. We're trying. And the next thing you know, we go grocery shopping. We don't have room in our freezer. It's like, oh, we need to get rid of something. Oh, there's fudge right there. We'll just go with that. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I still got to steal some fudge from my mom. We don't have any in our freezer just yet. Um, yeah, so... So, have, have you had a chance to try real fruitcake yet, though? No, I'm kind of scared, scared to. <laughs> yeah. Fruitcake's got Under- a bad rap. Understandable. <laughs> well, even after... Uh, trying on the, the what is it called? Stolen? Stolen, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, if it's, that's supposed to be the better version of fruitcake, I don't want to try fruitcake. <laughs> Someday. Someday you'll try it. Just, We're just yeah, going to have to just, trick Pam. I was like, oh yeah, this is one of those fine desserts that. Edwin, are you <laughs> buying fruitcake? I don't know. No. Probably not. Unless it's stolen. <laughs> stolen, then yeah. What, what, do you, what do you have stolen as an option? Um, yeah, we should probably move on from food because I am getting <laughs> yeah, hungry. Yeah, yeah, really please. Getting next, next. So, so instead, I'll, I'll tell you a story. Oh, okay. Hold on a second. <laughs> Where is it? I can't find it. You're so focused on food right now. There it is. Now we present the hilarious story of their further adventures. Okay, back to our adventuring heroes. Well, our favorite crew with Eridon, Helja, Willow, Aurora, and Muggsy, they traveled, well, most of them traveled to Muggsy's hometown. Uh, Aurora had her own mission to complete and, and so had to join them later. Eldorado. Eldorado. Dolorode. Oh, Dolorode. Oh, that's right. Pam. Dolorode. Muggsy's hometown is named Dolorode, and nobody can ever pronounce it right. You're welcome. It has a uh, very profitable uh, Dolomite mine, and home of some very crafty tinkerers, and one uh, hidden artificer. Uh... But they they went to his hometown on on the hint that uh, someone there was the risk of someone being kidnapped from his hometown. So they went there to make sure that didn't happen. They they gathered their information. They managed to not upset a very strict librarian. <laughs> um, met some of Muggsy's family and friends, and well. Also, one of his uh, childhood bullies, who apparently never grew out of the bullying phase. But they also discovered a cleric there who did not belong. Oh yes, 
a town of nothing but gnomes with a gnome deity and there was a human priest to that deity. Huh, interesting. Well, they'd seen Stranger, though it was suspicious when he would not answer some questions that any priest would gladly answer in a normal situation. They decided to keep an eye on him. After some investigation and some studying, they realized he was not quite what he seemed. So, after some tense moments, they found him sneaking back into the city, being clearly deceptive. They ambushed him and brought him back to an enclosed space to question him. Oh, they got answers. Sort of. <laughs> a little roundabout, but they got their answers. And there was a summoning circle that he had hidden inside the temple to this gnome deity. Summoning creatures that would do his bidding. And when would that happen? Right now. <laughs> they rushed out. Well, most of them rushed out. To, to see what he had done. One decided it was important that he not run away. So broke his leg. Didn't tie him up, didn't gag him, nothing. Just broke his leg and ran out as fast as he could to find a group of summoned and uh, conjured monsters. And they quickly ended up in battle Unfortunately, it was a healer type character that they had broken the leg up. Naturally, he was able to heal himself, escape that enclosed space, and join the fray. And let this be a lesson to all you fellow adventurers out there. If you're tying, if you're going to constrain or restrain or whatever a kind of character that can heal themselves, knock them out or make them unable to cast their spells because it will come back to bite you. I blame Jeff. It's character. <laughs> Jeff's character. You blame Erdon? Yeah, Erdon. Why are you looking at me? I'm not, I'm not Jeff. I'm not. I think he just wants you to relay the message. <laughs> oh, he'll hear it. <laughs> he, he, will hear it. he has. He was supposed to. Actually, he has heard it yeah. from everyone. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah, if if you're going to if you're if you're trying to uh, take a healer kind of character out of a fight, you gotta make sure they can't get themselves back in. But I like how he. Okay, shall we? <laughs> this is a little bit of continuation of the story. Go for it. But I like how in the end, after we beat that group of monsters, that he was like, well, I'm going to make this right. He killed him. <laughs> Only for, for you know, Davas to pop up and say, oh, yeah, we need him. <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah, it's a good thing that someone had the materials to bring him back alive. <laughs> I'm like, 
And make note, this wasn't the first time he killed off a character. Yeah, that people kind of wanted answers from. But, you know, you know yeah, I wasn't and, expecting that other character to Yeah, survive. and my dwarf paladin, of course, naturally, was mad at him for now multiple reasons. <laughs> She's like, no! Yeah. But, you know, he, he tried to make up for that. He tried to pay back what it cost to bring him back. He was... Hey, I hey, I got my laugh in when he was daddy for twenty four hours. <laughs> you did get your laugh in. <laughs> anyway, okay. Um, before we move on to our entertainment, we have that email that oh, we mentioned yeah, email. in the last episode. Yes, yes, yes. All right, we do. The mailman is friendly and helpful. Almost everybody likes him, for almost everybody likes to get mail. Okay. Almost everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I gotta open up. Uh, let's see if we can find it. Okay, so. Anyway, where'd it go? <laughs> oh no, did you lose our email? Nope, I found it. Okay, okay. so this is back in the 10th episode. Um. Our our friend of Nice Husseini emailed us again, um, and he he writes, "Happy tenth episode! I hope all stay. I hope you all stay with podcasting for many more episodes to come. Just curious, what have you learned related to podcasting in the first ten episodes? Anything that you really enjoy? Anything that is less fun when podcasting? Thanks in advance." Knights who say knee. Ah, thanks, knights who say knee. <laughs> Thank you, good sir knight. We appreciate the emails. Knee. Um, they happen to have the same. <laughs> knee. Anyway, yeah, good sir knight. Uh, yeah, we're hoping to stick with the podcasting for a great many episodes to come. Tell your uh, yeah. Hey. Yeah. What? What? Tell your friends. Did, yeah, definitely what? tell your friends. Didn't anyone hear that? No? I okay. totally heard it. I, I, it Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe. Headline. What? Oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. So, okay. So, yes. first question. First question. Edwin, could you... Oh, bring, yeah. <laughs> bring it up again. Hold on. I know okay. it's it's a lot of questions about podcasting. Have you ever, so... Okay. So, the first question is, is, what have you learned related to podcasting in the first 10 episodes? Or in our case, first twelve, first twelve episodes. Um, for us, for me, it's the technical aspect of it, because I don't know, I didn't really know how to work with mics and what entails with all of what Edwin is doing, basically with all of his computers and mixers and everything. Yeah, you're, it's quite an experience. Yeah, after just watching after, you. Yeah, after that first episode, well, watching Edwin get set up for this first episode is like, we actually need all these things. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this, like it. It makes Edwin's job easier later on. Um, <laughs> And a lot of things that when when you say, oh, I'm doing podcasting, I I draw a blank. Like, okay, that's nice. But until you actually physically do it is when you actually can understand it's 
it can be a bit, you know, a learning experience, but it's it it gets easier the more you do it. Yeah. Because yeah. even you know how to work out the kinks yeah. and edit and... Well, it didn't show today, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying you're getting better with time. It's almost it's almost Christmas here. Well, by the time this is, goes out, it's probably going to already Pass. be Christmas. Oh, but... I want to try to release this early. Oh, yay! Yeah, Merry or Happy Holidays. <laughs> but um, I think one of the things I learned is I don't know that. I I learned I learned how to speak gooder. No, it's it's more don't I learned to not be afraid of taking a moment to actually think how I want to say something. Right. Because, you know, like the first couple of episodes I was floundering like. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that's everyone's like, okay, this is we're going to do it. And then we're like. Yeah, uh, Yeah, it's like uh, it's just kind of one of those things like you draw a blank, but learning that it's okay to stop and think how you want to say something so you don't have that whole stumbling and it's okay to stumble and and even this see this is the reason why podcasting and voiceover are kind of they're they're two different fingers on the same hand they're i mean sure you are in front of the mic and everything and you're performing but with podcasting you can take time because you can edit uh, in voice so uh, Ed, edwin kind of leaves it yeah, keep going, mostly keep going. uncut just because it, it is interesting sometimes well and the, well that's yeah that's another difference too because you can you can be candid you can be yourself unlike voiceover you have to fit yeah into a character or role or whatever and usually you will get charged with time of voiceover so that's the reason why you you have to nail it as soon as you can. Yeah, so it takes a lot of rehearsal. This is just off the cuff and Yeah, this is totally unscripted, unprepared. <laughs> the the most well, we, we have a as you can see. Yeah, we have a rundown and this is this is one of yeah. the things that I've kind of tasked myself with is making sure that we have a rudimentary rundown <laughs> at least. And we yeah. we have we do our little planning session before we actually come in and record and make sure that we know what we want to touch on. And that's basically it for the rundown is the things we want to hit on. And I feel like I'm getting better at segue. Yeah. Because I know some of the episodes, it's like really abrupt. Like, You're like stop. Um, yeah. Except Paste. for that one episode where we were segueing. Like oh, we there was a lot. Rose. <laughs> sort of. <I> <laughs> it, it, it was blatantly obvious. It was blatantly we were having obvious. fun with it. <laughs> Yeah, what what have you learned, Edwin? Oh, me? The technical stuff. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, when we first started podcasting, what we did was we did a technical rehearsal. Yeah. Right? Just to get the kinks out. And then just knowing what goes into production and planning and prepping, like, you know, we set up like a rundown sheet. We set up like um like a bunch of spreadsheets on Google Docs and trying to do get the licensing down for even our 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 theme music and you know trying to do all the all the bumpers and making sure those are are all legit you know 
Thank you, public domain. (laughs) Making sure we have legal rights to things we use. All of this stuff. Because one of the things that I've seen podcasts, what happens to podcasts, and this is actually more relevant on YouTube, is that they get takedown notices. They get cease and desist letters. And they get all of the stuff that really, you know, sort of scares people out of doing this kind of media. You know, trying to put yourself out there and trying to make it sound coherent and something listenable. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're talking about editing, you know. It's okay to leave things unedited. Yeah. You know, one of the things that that I learned from other podcasts, you know, and I learned this from from my, uh, one of the podcasts, I listened to one of the podcast um, production networks frog pants with scott johnson is that he doesn't edit if he has to edit it's very very little because he doesn't like taking time to edit it takes too long and i've learned that from like doing our our segments with Mm -hmm. um with the food uh when we go out to restaurants yeah that takes a lot of editing because we're literally putting down a a recorder on the table pressing record for like an hour to an hour and a half while we're there yeah. and trying to get that down to something like seven minutes five to seven minutes yeah you're, you're cutting a lot of stuff out trying to get that down that takes mm-hmm. a lot of time yeah. i can't imagine doing it for like like our normal you know our normal yeah. episodes and like no. i i listen to i'm gonna mention them again critical hit i love that show um from what I understand, Steven Schleicher, when he's going through an editing, if I, if I'm understanding correctly, the only editing he really does is to cut down the empty time. Yeah. Where, he, you know, they're they're actually playing the game and they have to take a moment to think what they want to do. So he just cuts down that empty time a little bit, so that it's not just a bunch of sitting around. With dark. Yeah. Yeah. With, with with blanks everywhere. Yeah, it, yeah. So he he just does he just edits that out as far as I'm aware, and it it makes for a good listening experience. But he leaves in the little comments like yeah. And I know one of more recently he started bleeping if they accidentally slip a swear word, mm. but like it's pretty minimal editing, so we get the full experience of how they're playing. But without the empty air. Yeah. Right. I'm still learning audition. I mean, yeah. audition is such a powerful, powerful tool. Yeah. And there's a lot to it. And, like, there's, like, things, like, you can do with that, like, trying to, to cut out empty space. Yeah. So. Um, so, what, what was the other question that he put in there? Anything that you really enjoy. Anything about, that you really enjoy. About podcasting? Yeah. Just being able to talk freely amongst friends. Yeah. And just being silly. Yeah. The the before show is a lot of fun. <laughs> the after show is a lot of fun. We we get laughing pretty hard. And it's it's an opportunity, like, if we have something that we see and, and it's like, holy cow, I want to tell someone about this. We have an opportunity every other week, like... I can tell people about this. I can geek out as much as I want, and it won't be out of place. Yeah. And, and we welcome 
geekiness. Seriously. Well, yeah. It's the it's... world go round. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's 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 a lot oh. of fun. And now that we're no longer super nervous about starting recording, we can just actually just say what we're thinking about yeah, just... a topic, and you know we we do avoid those hot button topics just because we don't want to be that kind of show. Yeah. We yeah. want to be as silly and flexible and yeah. and geeky yeah, that's for, and fun. I mean, that's for another podcast. I mean, if we we're not we're not that podcast. Yeah, I mean that's that's not for us. Um, Yeet. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that we want to talk about. I mean, we're we're already playing around with with doing another podcast that has a lot to do with like the fact that Pam and I are Filipinos and oh, how how <laughs> I mean yeah, the you, fact that we live in a we live in a state that doesn't have that big Yay. of a Filipino population. Well, yes, and. Okay, I mean, we yay. live in the northern tundra. It's <laughs> completely opposite okay, from where yay. we come from. We're going to do that. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're playing around with the idea. We're playing around with... I mean, I've been playing around with uh, trying maybe doing a, um, you know, a podcast that's sort of like a, like a diary thing, you know, of just diary. thoughts. I've been playing around with that idea in my head. And and uh, real yeah. gameplay of video games. Yeah, real we gameplay. That. That'd be cool. Yeah, like trying to do. Uh, one of the things I always wanted to do was do a history of video games, but do it in such a fashion that we're actually playing these really old video games that started this huge genre. Oh, that would be fun. Of you know, like where did role playing games come from? What was like the granddaddy of role playing games? Okay. What are the granddad? What's the granddaddy of art of? Uh, First-person shooters, or even like D and D, which is basically, you know, where a lot of this, these RPGs that we play today come from. Yep. So we're playing. I'm playing around with that idea. There's we're, a we're, lot of things that yeah. we're. So basically, once we get our website up and running, once we've got ourselves more established, we're looking to expand our projects, expand on on the broadcasts that we do. Maybe one day we'll want to do some live streaming, but at this point, that's way off yeah. in the distance. Yeah, it's but, slow and baby steps. We don't want to. Yeah, we're grow like we're big too fast. Yeah, we're we're going to take it easy. Like, there's some podcasts that are out there where they take on too many things too fast, and then some of them die out because they just don't have the time for it yep. and they don't have the resources for it. We're looking to take it slow and have leave ourselves room to grow. Right. Without overwhelming ourselves. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, the things that I enjoy about podcasting is that. I mean, this is one of those things that felt like was really far away, you know? Because you would have to have thousands and thousands of dollars just to be on AM broadcast. And you listen to... And you're more of a consumer of content than actually creating the content being on the other side of creating the content is a whole different like world and just the fact that you can express yourself to an audience you know it's this, a niche audience like dungeons and dragons and you video know, games and music yeah. it's just fun stuff that's wonderful and 
everything you could ever want it to be because you just it just makes you happy. <laughs> not having to worry worry about Nielsen ratings and stuff like that, <laughs> you know, and like, yeah. you know, like are we growing and nah. I'm, no, yeah. I do it for fun. Yeah. yeah, we're we're doing this for fun, and it is fun. And the that's most the important, important thing. thing is happy. I like the happy. <laughs> okay. Other, um. The, the other that? question. Is, oh, we did have another thing. Yeah, we did have another question, and I keep closing my freaking. Are you uh, having technical difficulties? We are having technical difficulties. Ah. Nope, that's my work email. We don't want to see that. <laughs> Hashtag I don't professional. Want to see that. Um. Hashtag professional. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. What are you doing? I thought I lost. Do you have access to I don't have it loaded up on my phone right now. And I can't remember the password right now either. Actually, wait. I think I have it. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> don't worry. I'm going to have to edit this now. Great. Hey Edwin, look at the time so you know what. Okay, so it has it had something to do with it had something to do with like what. What would you change? What would we change? What would we What would we do differently? Yeah, what would we do differently? Yeah, what would we do differently? Um, what? This isn't exactly what I would do differently, but what I would wish to see in the future is more interaction with followers. Yes. Somehow. Yeah, that's... But I think we're still we're still a brand new podcast and I understand that we don't have that a big following yet, but I'm hoping, you know, in the future we... that we would get more interaction with our audience. Because we really do appreciate your emails, good yeah. sir night. Chat rooms, that sort of thing. I mean I'd and... love to start you know, a, I a Discord? a Discord channel while we're while we're, we know, have that open and we're oh talking. yeah, that that'd be a, that, an excellent know, idea. And maybe well, we don't have the population for that yet. Yeah, and maybe yet. and maybe if you know if everything goes well, maybe incorporate video. Maybe that's a big fat maybe. <laughs> that is a big fat maybe, which we would need drop like drop cloths and all that. And <laughs> we don't really need we just need a camera set you yeah know, um that and not be camera shy <laughs> yeah. but also i think one of the things that um i would like to see happen in the future which you know it it's probably a long way off but right now we've got a little room that's kind of a spare room we've got tables that got dragged in here which in creator studios is what it looks like yeah, <laughs> at, at some point we'll take a picture of it, maybe. But it's it's basically just an extra room that we dragged equipment into. And, you know, someday I'd like to see the studio in a space that's a little more permanent instead of something that we're hoping to have other uses for. But um, This was supposed to be in my office nope. at one point, And I'm like, ah... Uh... <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> we kind of raided your space. <laughs> um, but, but what? But yeah, I'd, I'd like to get it set up as a more permanent space with you know the the foam around it, so we so we have a little even even better audio quality. Edwin does an excellent job of of editing the sound mm-hmm. and getting the 
keeping the background noise out. Yeah. But I'd I'd like to have it set up so that that's even easier. Yeah, I I wouldn't know. I mean, that's like I mean, these are like future plans. I mean, yes. Yeah, so I it's, mean, it's not so much. Our, a... My dream would be to get it out of the house and actually. At, okay, at an studio? actual real studio. It's like an actual place to to do this, but that's like way, that's in, the future. way that's, that's, in the future. Yeah, you know, we're so still we're still amateurs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is still. I mean, this is still like a, you know, like, uh, you know, evening hobby kind of thing. You know, where where we try to have time. It's something that, you know, I mean, we still have our day jobs and everything yeah. like that. So, but when when we get to the point where it is, viable option to actually record weekly. To mm-hmm. bring other projects to the table and to get financial support. Because at this point, this is coming out of our own pockets. Um, uh-huh. Yep. And, you know. <laughs> the mixer that I'm using is a mixer that I've had since 2005. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't believe this thing still works. So Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a good yeah, thing. So it's, it's not so much. At this point, there's nothing I would really change, but. We do have lots of hopes for the future for yes. this show and hopefully lots of other shows. Yeah. So, yeah. I I wouldn't really change anything about what we're doing right now. Just yeah. I have a, yeah, I have a very optimistic feeling I mean, I've that got... we're doing <laughs> what we're doing. I keep thinking about, you know, I mean, I've got, you know, my brother is always suggesting things that we can do on the show and stuff like that, you know? And those are, like, the kind of things where it's, like, I feel like I should belong in a different podcast. Or that requires, like, cameras and YouTube and stuff like that. And, you know, it's sort of, like, we welcome any, you know, we, we, suggestions. We love, and We love feedback. We yeah. love hearing suggestions. And, yeah. you know, if if we don't get around to what gets suggested to us right away... We're not just dismissing it. We're thinking that might be an idea for another project. Yeah. It, it won't fit in with this one, mm-hmm. but we we might actually really, really like the suggestion. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, please uh, email us at uh, dungeondiners at gmail.com or um, look us up on Twitter. Give us suggestions. We definitely we, will yes, love I, feedback. Feedback is what... Anything, really... You know, Ask what us you a want question, to hear. leave us a comment. Yep. What's your favorite dish? Where, how, are, how are you doing today? I hope you're doing well. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, anything, just send us anything happy, really. Yeah. Or, or like, if you, if you heard of something really big in the geek world that we haven't heard about, that's really exciting. And oh, my gosh. I can't. Cow- Oh, I can't keep awesome? up with the geek world. Yeah, it's, there's too many things yeah, to get out of. There's so much oh going gosh. on. But if if you hear something that's amazing or, and exciting, or you know what, even you guys can send us questions that we could pose for our entertainment section, like a would you rather, we we would you rather or trivia or if you have any ideas, we're open to it. Just remember yep. that we do try to keep our show kid friendly because like. If I'm having my nieces and nephews on here, I want them to be able to listen to the show themselves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Which, yeah. By the way, if any of my other siblings are listening, next time you're out here, I will be stealing your children temporarily. 
She meant that in a nice way, just to let you know. They, they like me. Uh, anyway, we got to wrap up. Edwin, did you did you have anything else you wanted to mention? or Our entertainment section? Oh! Our entertainment section? Yeah, what do we have for entertainment? Entertain us, Edwin! Okay, so we have a... I knew I was forgetting something. A holiday-themed entertainment section where I have opened up... We're going to do terribly at this one. IMDB. And what we're going to do is we have the top 25. We're going to do a battle royale here. Top 25 Christmas or holiday movies of all time according to imdb so, unfortunately okay, it doesn't include so, any hallmark movies i'm guessing no please don't <laughs> they really should not be included in that list <sighs> hallmark movies i don't get it <laughs> but okay so how is this gonna work so basically this is not gonna work this i'm actually stealing this from uh, <laughs> stealing this from other podcasts i don't think even um tms is the first ones to do this but basically, what this is, is um, we have the top 25 Christmas movies of all time, or holiday movies of all time, according to IMDb. And they're, you just name off a movie title. And whoever gets the first one in run that's out of the top 25 loses. Oh, okay, so are we going to take turns and then just the first person that gets it wrong loses? Is that yes. how it is? Okay, yep. I'm going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually quite... This is actually, I mean, top 25. If you can't because there off. are certain movies that are I'm, like... I'm, I'm guessing it includes Christmas? the old ones. It well, includes all time. Because... If you okay. can name... Okay. If you've watched, I'm going to lose on purpose. If because... you watch cable television during Christmas, any time of your life, you can pretty much name off <laughs> because a movie. because okay all right okay. I, I, I will prove my point by being the first one to... okay okay so but, okay. does that mean you want me to go first where's that where's that do we have a dice uh, here i don't care oh are we going to are we going to roll initiative see who goes. <laughs> roll we're going to roll to see who goes roll first. initiative so hey I google don't... roll a d20 what's it going to give me it's taking its time thinking. Wow, we're on a roll with technical stuff. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and this hey, is Google. Great. <laughs> roll a D20. Well, everybody's Google is going off now. There we go. Oh, oh, it's 3D. <gasps> Sorry for people's Googles going off now. Okay, I got a 14. Okay. Actually, I'm just going to roll again. Yep. 12. So you go first. Well, so Good. Okay. So Angela's going first <laughs> and Pam's going second. So Because I so have a challenge. Here's the other thing, right? You cannot repeat movies. If you well, repeat movies one from one of another you mean. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Alright? I'm I'm gonna go for the gimme. It's a wonderful life. Okay, wonderful life is number one. Of course it is. In the top 100 Christmas movies of all time, according to IMDb. 
Okay, so um, Pam, you're next. Miracle on 34th Street. Let's see, Miracle on 34th Street is number eight. Okay. Um, Muppet Christmas Carol. Muppet, ooh, hold on. If it's hold not on. on the list, it's a wrong list. Seriously. It's, it's a wrong list. And we don't care if we lose. It's it's the wrong list. The Muppet Christmas Carol. It's not on the top twenty-five. It's not on the top twenty-five. No! Okay, this no! list is Bubkiss. Hold on, the Muppet Christmas Carol shows up on. Is it the here. top fifty? If it's not, I'm gonna do a search here. Hold on. Hold Their on. opinions are wrong. Okay, so is this game over already? Muppet, <laughs> hold on a second. Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> That's like the shortest game ever. <laughs> we can keep going, right? I mean, we yeah, can keep going. Fun. You know what? I just, I just want to just list movies and see where they're at in that list. If it's not the, the Muppet top Christmas Carol is. We're waiting with bated breath. Hold on. I'm not breathing. I think I have to go um up it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh come Their on. Their list is so wrong. Because that is like the, the thing greatest. Is though, the thing is though with IMDb, don't they have like numerous different lists? Like different Christmas lists in general? Because a lot of people that are part of IMDb can create their own lists. And then name it Christmas. The best Christmas list movie list ever. Let's see here. Christmas. Uh, I must lodge a complaint. <laughs> okay, well why well while you're doing how about we list off our like top five Christmas movies? Okay, clearly a Muppet Christmas Carol <laughs> is my <laughs> okay. top. I, I get I get that. <laughs> That's my top Christmas movie. Okay. What's your top Christmas movie? Oh, just the top Christmas movie? Yeah. Home Alone. Home Alone. Home Alone. I was. That Dad made the list. Home, Home Alone did me make the list. I. I yeah, it doesn't even show up here. Puff Christmas doesn't even show up in here. That's insane. How dare they? Um. The geek inside us is raging right now. I know. Probably, so much. Right? So much nerd rage. Okay. Um. Chris. Uh. Home Alone actually lists at number seven. It beat out a miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Yeah. How is. <laughs> That's because we bring the pain. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. For, next for me is Charlie Brown Christmas or Merry Christmas Charlie Brown, I should say. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Merry Christmas Charlie Brown. I'm sorry, but the next one is Home Alone 2. I don't think that actually is a movie, though. <laughs> is it's it? A what? It's, it's a TV it's show. It's a TV show. Yeah. I object. Angela, Angela automatically hates this list. <laughs> I hate this list. <laughs> But yeah. Okay, so here's the top 25. Uh, here's the top 25. So no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Oh, are we still going? I, I, I'm going to guess another one that might be on the list. Okay. White Christmas? White Christmas? That has to be there. Yeah, that's on here. That's, um... Okay. Can All right, this is, I must say, is Die Hard in that list. Yes, it is. It's number it two. Is. <laughs> it's okay. number two? Another one. I want, I want to see Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas is number 17. Wow. But it does not have Muppet Christmas Carol. 
That's more not. Christmassy than those a two. A Charlie Brown Christmas is actually showing up on here. It's a number 19. Okay, so you you were fine I mean, with 1965, that. 1965, it's a TV movie. That's why it's on It's here. still a okay. movie. It's still a movie. Yeah. Um, oh, are we still going? Now that we lost? I, uh, is Emmett Otter's uh, Jug Band Christmas on there? It is not on here. <laughs> Uh, I'm not seeing it. Angela, Angela I is going to hack this list. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's more. Okay, tell us the, tell us the top twenty-five. Yeah. So the top twenty-five Christmas movies, according to IMDb, is number twenty-five is It Happened on Fifth Avenue, a 1947 movie, The Family Man. Starring mm. Nicolas Cage, Nicolas Cage Keone, yeah. Don Cheadle, Jeremy Priven in 2000. Number 23 is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 1966 TV movie. That was um, a good one. Number 22 is Love Actually, 2003. That was a Christmas movie? That was a Christmas movie. Okay. I thought that was a Valentine's movie for some odd reason. <laughs> number, 20, number 21 is Silent Night, 2002 TV movie. Rodney Gibbons, Linda Hamilton, Matthew Harbour, Romano or or Zari Allen Glim. Next. Next. Shazam. What? Shazam. Shazam what? is on this list. What? I don't know how I that got on this Shazam. list. Shazam. <laughs> a newly fostered young boy in search of his mother instead finds unexpected superpowers and soon gains a power. Oh, the new Shazam. The new yeah, Shazam. the new Shazam. I... Number 19 I is... Oh, that... sorry, that was... I am Kazam. It's, it, that oh, was the yeah. Shaquille O'Neal one. Like, I am Kazam. Yeah. Sorry. Number 19 is a Charlie Brown Christmas, 1965 TV movie. Okay. Okay. The Shop Around the Corner, 1940, which became a remake called Jingle. You've Got Mail. Oh. Which was with, with Meg Ryan, Ryan Meg and, Ryan Tom, and Hanks. Tom Hanks. Right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. The Nightmare Before Christmas, Woo. number 17, 1993. Uh, Bad Santa, number 16, <laughs> what? 2003. I object. <laughs> that just sounds like a bad movie. Okay, next. 15 is The Night Before to 2015, starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Seth Rogen, Jillian Bell, and Lizzie Kaplan. Okay, next. Um, Joyeux Noel. Joyous Noel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Joy, you. December 1914, an Come unofficial on, Mr. Christmas French truth. It's about the unofficial Christmas truth that happened in World War One. Okay. Um, okay. Between the Germans and England, I think. Okay, number 13 is The Santa Claus, starring Tim Allen, Judge gotcha. Reinhold, Wendy Crewson. Number 12 is Trading Places. Okay. Trading places, which ha does happen on, on okay. around that time of okay. year. Okay, next. Right? Next. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. Oh, okay, I that see that. Happen. I see that. This time. I see that. Yep, yep, I can yep. see that. Number 10 is Elf. Of course. The one with right. Will Ferrell on it? Yep. Number 9 is Scrooged. The one with uh, Bill Murray. Yes. Yeah, right? I can see that one. Number 8 was Miracle on 34th Street. Mm -hmm. Which version? Um, this was the George Seaton 1947. Oh, okay. Ed, okay. Edmund Gwen. Yep. Right? Murray okay. Number seven is Home Alone. <laughs> right? Macaulay Culkin and Joe Pesci. 
Um, number six is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, God, I don't like that movie. The Chevy Chase. Uh, I can't get into that movie. Number five is A Christmas Story. Oh, how did we not think of that one? The leg lamp? Is that the one? Yeah, Pierre Boisley. You're going to shoot your eye out with that kid. (laughs) You'll shoot your eye out. You'll shoot your eye out. Clean your mouth out with soap. Yep. Number four is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yep. Classic. And number three is A Christmas Carol, the Brian Desmond Hurst directed. What year? 1951. That was the, yeah. Okay. That was with Alistair Sims, Jack Warner, yep. Kathleen Harrison. Okay. Number two is Die Hard. He was Die Hard <laughs> number two. Number two is Die Hard, just because he had to go to a Christmas party. Because, because... <laughs> it gets counted, I guess. Yeah. And number one is... Well, Get me the detonators. <laughs> and, and number one is the gimme. And number one is It's a Wonderful Life. Yes. That's like everyone's... And Which is, everybody who wants to know what a bank run looks like, watch A Wonderful Life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I still object to that list because the Muppets didn't make it anywhere on it. <laughs> I object. Now, as we know... A Muppet Christmas Carol <laughs> is the best Christmas movie ever made. The best one. <laughs> I object to that list. Watch it. IMDb Angela's coming this is for you. According <laughs> to IMDb, we could have done it with Round Tomatoes, but this is the first one. That no, that's fine. Up. That's fine. I am officially mad at IMDb for not including Muppets <laughs> on their list. How dare they? You're going to start a Twitter campaign now. I want to see if Rotten... IMDb. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes has... See if it actually has Muppets of Christmas Carol. Why would it be on Rotten Tomatoes? Because Rotten Tomatoes is like what you look at when you want to watch a movie and say, oh, that can be skipped. Okay. And you do that with IMDb. It better have a really good rating on Rotten Tomatoes, otherwise I'm going to object to them too. No, you won't like this one either. <laughs> Are you serious? They're not going to like this one either. <laughs> I object! Um, okay. It's got the Polar Express on there. Oh, yeah. That was all right. Yeah, that was all right. Oh, my gosh. What is this? Star Wars Holiday Special, 1978. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. So So we've gone really long here. but Uh, Yeah, we've got lots of blank space that can be edited out. (laughs) Definitely. Right. 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 It's going to take a long time. I guess I know what I'm doing this weekend. All right. Um. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, We're glad to have you back to celebrate number 13 with us. Um, Lucky 13. To all you out there, happy holidays, whatever you're celebrating. Uh, Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Merry Christmas. Happy everything. And a happy new year. Yuletide greetings. And what was the Seinfeld one? I don't watch Seinfeld. Uh, Sorry, I can't help you there. Ah, darn it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Festivus. Festivus. Yeah, Festivus. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Festivus. <laughs> anyway, whatever. <laughs> All right. All right. Happy holidays, everybody. Uh, thanks again for listening to episode 13 of Dungeons. Dinings. And dorks. Uh Again, you can find us. Uh, my name is Angela. You can find me at Pleasant Doom on Twitter. And you can find me, Pam, Twitter at PandaCatDragon1. Also, check out my Instagram, also at PandaCatDragon. 
can find me at tcityzedwin on Twitter. And, and I also have an Instagram page. Where you can, you can <laughs> yeah, you can find us. Oh, what's your, what's your name on Instagram? Um, Edwin something. At, uh, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> we'll, we'll get that out to you. Anyway, um, you can also email us at dungeondiners at, at gmail.com gmail or find us on Facebook, Legend Creators. And uh, yeah, when we have our website, we'll be letting you know and you can watch that go up. Yes, there is. Anyway, thanks again, everybody. We'll see you in the new Thank year. Yep, Yay! Happy, happy, happy holidays. Happy holidays and be safe out there. Mwah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.